there, Cape Cod. You might have caught us uh, not realizing we were alive, but we're here. It's high noon, and it's time for Life with Gwen, a lifestyle show that's on every week so we can talk about the things that affect our lives here on the Cape and beyond that. Uh, today, I wanted to start with a small housekeeping detail. If you are watching this, but your friends who used to watch are no longer getting the live feed from Facebook, not to worry, there's an easy fix. And I'm gonna look at the paper for a second because <coughs> our tech guys uh, told me how to do this. All you have to do is go to capecodtimes.com slash Facebook feed. There you'll find the directions to change the settings in your Facebook, whether it's on the computer or as more and more people are watching us on their phone, um, it's really simple to do, but Facebook changed the way they deliver news to you, which is to say you now have to choose us as a, um, as a source so that you can get not only Life with Gwen, but also other news feeds from the Cape Cod Times. Housekeeping done. Let's turn to our guest. We are lucky today to have Cape Cod Times film critic, Tim Miller, and I'm so glad I didn't forget your name after knowing you for all these years. <laughs> yeah, decades. And uh, he's here to talk about, as you can see, his friend and our friend, Oscar. Because Oscar on, uh, is coming up on his 90th annual awards ceremony. So for movie buffs, you probably remember a lot of those ceremonies that have been televised. And we have a few questions to start with, Tim. Okay. Now, I'm going to ask you not to answer until the readers have a, had a chance. Oh, okay. So, and if you don't know the answer, it's okay. Yeah. I, I got this uh, kind of neat history that uh, was written by the Associated Press, gathering some of the highs and lows of the Oscar ceremonies over the years. Okay. So, if you're out there, you know, just limber up those fingers and get to your keyboard so, you know, there's no prize, but you can feel good about yourself, just like when you play Jeopardy by yourself. So, here we go. The very first Oscars was held in what year? Now, wait a second, and I'm going to actually start on a second question, but we're hoping that people will be writing in to tell us what year, what their guess is. So this year we're celebrating the 90th, and what year? <laughs> hint, hint. Actually, we're just checking to see who can do math for their own taxes. Yeah. But So here's a question that's a little bit more difficult. Um, how long... Did that first ceremony last? You know, we're always complaining when it goes past 11 o'clock now. We blame the host. We blame the, uh, the speeches. And people get the, uh, they actually get the musical hook, as I call it. Right? Yeah, yeah the production, uh, what a, you know, the uh, dance numbers and that kill, kill that show. Ah. So I think. But, actually, yeah. there was a dance number that, that was horribly received. <clears throat> And one of the questions here will be, who, who was in charge of that dance number? It was fairly recently. And uh, it, uh, it was considered offensive. And the New Yorker, let's see, what did the New Yorker say? I'm not going to tell you the name of the, the dance number because you'll know right away. But uh, the New Yorker called it a hostile, ugly, sexist night. Um, so uh, you'll have to see what host that was. And it was in, I'll tell you, it was in 2013. So 
It was a dance number? It was a dance, a song and dance number. Huh. Okay. Coordinated by the host. He, he started it. Oh, okay. It. Yeah. I have so, no idea, but that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. There's a lot of detail in I'm there. I'm going to learn a lot today. So, <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to be teaching a lot because you've got a lot of things coming up. Yep. I hear I our producer that. writing. So I know that we have some comments. We have some questions. Uh -oh. uh, okay, Anne Marie uh, Fazzoni Lamero, I hope. 1929, you're absolutely right. The very first ceremony was May 16th, 1929. And do you want to guess on the minute since? Uh, I'll say uh, 30. Okay, and you'd be wrong by half. It was 15 minutes. Yeah. One five. Yeah. Very short. There, it was watched by only 270 people at the Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel. Yeah. Guest tickets were five dollars. Wow! So, um, and the uh, statuettes were handed out by Academy President Douglas Fairbanks. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I loved this I story. This is Mark Kennedy, the entertainment writer from the Associated yeah. Press. Yeah. Did a very nice job pulling together some of the famous moments that we know as Oscar. But we have a lot to talk about with you, so I'd like to move on and okay. have you um, talk a little bit about your annual Beat the Critic. Um, well, first of all, my uh, my son thought when he was little, he thought that it literally meant, he's like, Dad, they're not really going to beat you, are they? Uh, and I had to explain to him that it was more... Um, beating me in terms of predictions rather than... So we can't do this? Yeah, yeah. Well, you can. That's kind but, of fun, yeah, actually. I deserve no, it. No, I'm kidding. Um, but but um, anyway, what, we've been doing it for something, I think it's 23 years? Or, I, I think I read yeah. that. Mm -hmm. uh, and, um, you know, I, it's 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 fun you know and and it seems like uh it seems like the uh you know i get nice comments from readers saying you know like when they send in their ballots or whatever sometimes they'll even write a little note saying oh, i've been doing this for years and that's thanks for continuing to do it so you know it's just something different something to be interactive so that mm -hmm. readers can get involved and have fun with it you know. tell me a little bit about how how it works um well, you just it, it. We used to do all six categories, uh, top six categories: picture, actor, actress, supporting actor, supporting actress, director. Um, but uh, now we just do three of them. We do best picture, best actor, best actress, uh, and so readers pick that. If if I get all three right, then whoever ties me qualifies for some prizes. If they beat me, then uh, which can be very likely. Um, then they quali qualify for a drawing for prizes. The ones, mm -hmm. you know, all the people who have uh, gotten more right. Barnes and Noble gift cards, right. we're talking. Yep, yep. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I, and um, yeah, it's nice to encourage reading, even though this is a film contest. But uh, Well, they know. could get a book about films. That's right, they could. So. And I, I think bookstores now carry a lot of uh, they do. Yep. related items. So yeah, they do. This uh, puts me in mind of the fact that although I do not see nearly as many movies as I should, um, I, I have a kind of a news feed because Tim's desk is three three desks away from mine, and I hear him come in and um, um, and start uh, talking about what's been reviewed that week and and what he thought of it. Uh, so I, yeah. I get to stay in the loop anyway. Yeah. You know, I've been considering maybe I don't need my people subscription because I have you. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Uh, we have a message from Karen Watkins, and she had uh, it right. Sorry, Karen, uh, we went ahead and said it, but she says 15 minutes for Academy Awards sounds perfect for 2018, too. I don't know. It, it takes longer than that to look at the dresses. I like the red carpet. So I, I like it. I, I I like Karen. Karen, I'm with you on this. I I uh, I think the the shorter the better. Uh, it's not that I don't like them, but it's just three and a half hours is is it's too long. Uh, and especially starting at you know eight thirty or whatever, you know that most people go to bed before. I don't. I stay up, but uh, but a lot of people don't. And it, it's I just it's too much. Too much. Now, in past years, I know you've not only stayed up, but you you've uh, done some tweeting during during yeah. the Yeah, yeah. Past I, words I never thought I would ever say. You know, I'll be tweeting the this you know on Oscar night, uh, or I'll be t live tweeting. Uh, but uh, it's actually I I like it. I mean, personally, for me, it's fun. It's uh, um, the past couple years. Um, you know, just sort of typing in reactions as things are happening, and and I get usually the the more clever responses certainly don't come from me. They come from other people responding, uh, you know, to me and uh, or or to what's happening. Sometimes they're kind of snarky, and if they're cruel, I probably won't retweet them. But if they're uh, you know, a lot of them are very funny. I have a friend Sometimes. Sean Sean Fitzgerald who's uh, Who's from the Cape? He lives uh, in the Boston area now, and his—he, I can always count on him to be writing hilarious things. So I try to retweet some of the stuff he he writes. I was going to say sometimes that's a very fine line between hilariously funny and and a little too mean. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so. and, and a very fine line. Did you get a lot of response uh, on Twitter when Ellen did, did, I can't even say her name, did why did I go this way, <laughs> thank you, um, when she uh, ordered pizza and uh, did the group selfie? Uh, not that much, I mean, a little, you know, uh, people might have commented on it, but it's usually more reactions to who won uh -huh. or, uh, you know, or if somebody screws up, of course, then... It's just human nature, I guess, oh, that people yeah. are going to comment on that. But was it last year? That, oh my was gosh! That awful, yeah. Awful mess. Yeah, that was that was really. Uh, I felt bad for the La La Land people because mm. here they were told that they won Best Picture, and then it's like, Ooh, oopsies! <laughs> it turned out to be Moonlight. I can identify in a very strange way. Uh, my name, you know, spelled G-W-E-N-N. Mm -hmm. um, I was running for student council, and they put in Owen in place of the G. I did not get a lot of votes as Owen. <laughs> so, wow. you know, not as bad as losing the big, the uh, best picture of the year, yeah. but painful. Well, still, <laughs> so, that's not good. Anyway, um, tell me a little bit about um, you. You know, we had a story in today's uh, food section. Yep about classic cocktails and learning uh -huh. to make the classics. Yeah. And somehow when I think of Hollywood, I think of the glamour and, and you know, the old fashioned cocktails. Uh, when uh, when my daughter had her bat mitzvah, 
that's what some of these figures are from because she had oh, a cool. classic old Hollywood party. Oh, where nice. We rented a red carpet, or I guess we bought from Oriental Trading a red carpet, yeah. and we hired students to be the paparazzi. Oh, nice. And, uh, we had an Elvis. We had someone dressed up as Elvis who did do some movies. Yeah, some really bad yep. ones. Yes. <laughs> Harem Scarum. But. Uh, <laughs> Please, let's not talk about that now. <laughs> but anyway, uh, to walk the, the ladies in, and, and it was really kind of a fun night. So yeah. I was wondering, do you get invited to a lot of Oscar parties? Or do um, you have a lot of Oscar parties? No, because I work that night. I uh, For the past, I don't know, maybe 10 years, uh, something like that, I've, I've spent my um, my uh, Oscar nights in Paul editor Paul Pronovo's office because he has the computer, the TV, right? You know, it's a perfect situation. So, um, and Paul is very gracious about letting me use his office. The only time there was a problem, Paul's a very neat person, and I brought in uh, Chinese food and spilled uh -oh. it on his uh, on his calendar, and so. He had reminders of that. It sunk through, so he had reminders of that night, though slightly less each month for about six months that I had been there. I'm surprised Paul hasn't told me that story. Oh yeah, yeah a, but and yeah. and of course, what's kind of fun, and uh, for those of us in the newsroom, is that uh, those offices, Paul's office, the managing editor's offices, are all glass. Yeah. So we can watch you doing this. <laughs> so. Um, Oh, wait a second. We have someone who's disagreeing with you. Jane really Reed You love Wilson. Elvis movies. Loves Elvis I movies. I wonder which, Jane, I wonder which one's your favorite. Uh, so. I mean, he actually. Uh, That's Jane from the Philly Friends, by the way. Oh, yeah, okay. So. Well, uh, Jane, uh, I'm wondering, I mean, I, I feel that his earlier films uh, weren't that bad. I mean, he, he made some good ones, maybe uh, pre-1960s or pre-1962. Or pre um, you know, after after that, I I think personally that they they're kind of good bad. I mean, they're kind of fun to watch, but I I wouldn't say they're they're classics. But earlier stuff like Heartbreak, what was it? Um, well, he did uh, King Creole, which was pretty good. Carolyn Jones was in that too. That was a good movie. Uh, but a movie um, where a nun is moving into an apartment. Oh, I think Mary Tyler Moore I yeah. think, played the nun. I did. I, exactly. I've never seen that movie. I, but, I caught uh, it on an yeah. old movie channel. Yeah, and I was surprised because I had no idea yeah. that he had done that. You know? Yeah, I mean they're fun to watch, but really, like I remember seeing Harem Scarum with my parents. You know, I probably was ten or something like that. I can't remember what year it came out. We were mid sixties. And just all of us were laughing at how bad it was. I mean, again, sort of a good bad, funny, but. But, you know, there were a lot of 11 and 12 year old girls and, and older who were planning to marry Elvis. Yeah, well, that's and, true. Uh, I wasn't. And those movies, <laughs> those movies were, um, were, you know, really good fodder for that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But we have to move on from Elvis and get oh, you okay. back onto telling us about Oscar parties. Oh, okay. Well, um, let's see. A couple, I mean, again, I, I, haven't gone to one in a long time. I used to be very kind of a bad host when we had them because I would get so, I would still have to be covering them and paying attention and everyone else would want to socialize. Oh yeah. So mm -hmm. I'm sort of the jerky guy, like sitting real close to the TV and ignoring everyone. So that wasn't that much fun. Sort of like the guy watching a football game at, at a funeral. 
Yeah, or or watching a foot, or watching the Super Bowl, and not wanting to talk to anybody because they're so into the game, okay. know, that type of thing. But it's understandable. You have yeah. to write about this stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so uh, but one of my favorite uh, experiences was uh, um, my wife and I had an apartment in Plymouth, and we invited some friends to watch the Oscars. And this was before people mm -hmm. had remotes and stuff like that. You know, ancient days. So. Um, it was uh, so we're watching the we're watching the the show uh, with some friends. So they're on the couch and I'm crouched near the TV, getting it on, getting the the volume just right. And uh, hi, Alice. And uh, um, so let's see. So oh, so I'm getting it started, but in, in, it's like and no, the blank annual Oscar show, and all of a sudden it goes bloop, and it goes to a different channel, and I'm like. What the hell? So, uh, so I, so I, Life. <laughs> so I change it back, and and I'm like, okay, okay, and that goes bloop, and I'm like, and I start swearing big time. No matter what he says, he means heck. Yeah, okay, and and, and I start swearing big time, and and uh, my friends start cracking up, and I'm like, of all the of all the nights and blah blah blah, and they're like cracking up. Well, my my wife had had um, rented a remote. And she was in the kitchen hiding, like laughing, hitting the remote just to drive me crazy. And I was, I was just so proud of her that she could be so cruel. Yes, <laughs> it was great. I, I have was, known you both for a long time, yeah. so that must have been wonderful. Oh, it was great. It was great. It Did was she, so. Were sick. you covering uh, films yet at that time? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was working for a weekly at the time. It was in Plymouth. So I'm but, hoping she let you eventually watch the. Oh yeah, yeah. I, you know, I mean, it was just at the very, very beginning. But the, the fact that she would rent it just for this occasion, I thought was so great. Oh, that is great. So, but yeah, most of the time, too. yeah. I mean, I'd love to go. Uh, uh, you know, re a couple of years ago, I was at the uh, Cape Museum uh, to uh, for an Oscar event where my friend Jerry. Uh, um, Garnick and I were, uh, uh, who's a huge movie fan, he and I were uh, doing sort of a movie presentation, uh, but it was pr right before the movies. Then while all of them were going to the Cape Cinema to watch, mm -hmm. watch the Oscars, I hopped in the car and zipped back here to go in Paul's office. They do it up big. They have the red carpet and everything. Yeah, they did. I don't mm -hmm. know if they're doing it this year, but they... Uh, but they they do you know people do great stuff. I haven't stuff. been yet, but I I want to uh, I want to go because yeah. you know I want my closet my wardrobe to be able to come out and play. Yeah. you know, and it's a wonderful night for people dress up. Yeah, people really do. Luxurious really and, do. and uh, serve those cocktails that I was telling you about that yeah. were in the paper. Yeah, and uh, you can either see them there or go online get.times.com/food and uh, get the recipes and the tips because I didn't know how to make a Manhattan. Or uh, an old fashioned. I just I don't drink them, so I don't. Oh make them. wow! But uh, but you know I I'm sort of leading you towards the fact that I'm pretty sure you've actually been to the Oscars. Oh right, right. I uh, oh that <laughs> right, right. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, in the late '80s, I Harold uh, Russell, who was uh, he, he's the only person ever to win two Oscars for the same performance. He played a returning veteran. Uh, for, uh, in World War II in the movie Best Years of Our Lives. He won Best Supporting Actor. Movie. Oh, he's Absolutely so fantastic. He's amazing. He wasn't a trained actor, but the the director and the producer had seen him in a um 
in a documentary called Diary of a Sergeant, he had, um, in a training exercise stateside on D-Day, ironically, he had his hands blown off um, in a, in a, uh, I never knew in that. an exercise, and so he had hooks for hands. So mm -hmm. in the movie, he played oh, a, yeah. a, a returning veteran with hooks and, a re, you know, readjusting to uh, civilian life, and it was, that's really, and again, he, he wasn't a trained actor, and as a result, his uh, you know, in this case, it was a good thing because his performance was so natural, and it's one of the most beautiful performances I've ever seen on screen. I totally agree. And he lived in Hyannisport, and uh, and when I found out, I, I reached out to him to do a story, and we became very friendly, and I ended up going to the Oscars with him when he was, he and his wife were invited to, uh, uh, they were recognizing like the first, um, what was it, 80s, so the first, I think it was the 60th anniversary of the Oscars, so they wanted one person representing each move, best picture winner, mm -hmm. so he was representing best years of our lives, so I went and hung out with him and, uh, and his wife, and uh, and then also covered the Oscars in the media room, and um, of course my computer stopped working, so I had to do it over the phone with Ann Brennan, a uh -huh. former editor here, and I remember giving her a hard time because I wanted her to know how much fun I was having while she was sitting in the office <laughs> translating, transcribing. <laughs> so I'm, I, uh, so I was saying, uh, uh, oh, Ann. Uh, do you hear those voices? That's Jack Lemon and Billy Wilder on the stage right now. And she's like, shut up, Tim. Uh, just just keep reading your story, and I'll type it in. And then I, I kept doing that, so that was kind of funny. But that was, you know, I was very uh, blessed to be able to have that experience. Was, it, was there anything that really uh, was different than you expected? At, you know, was there anything that particularly sticks out for you? Well, a couple things. One is just that, you know, and this wouldn't be a surprise if you thought about it, but it was just kind of cool walking, and it wasn't just the nominees, but just seeing, I mean, I saw so many, oh, there's Rod Steiger with his wife, apparently wife. Oh, there's James Garner walking into the governor's ball. Oh, there's Roddy McDowell just scooted by me. You know, uh, I got to meet Lou Ayers, who was uh he was probably there representing um, All Quiet on the Western Front from 1930. I mean, he had been a, um, you know, a, a pretty big star in the 1930s. And uh, I got to sit down with him at the governor's ball and talk to him. And what a nice man. He, One thing that surprised me was older actors, uh, they're so surprised that if you know who they are. Or they were mm -hmm. so, like, I got to have a phone interview prior to going with Virginia Mayo, who was a big star, did mm -hmm. movies with James Cagney and other people. And uh, she was like, "I, how old are you? You're 34, which was what I was at the time. You and, were 34? At one time, <laughs> a long, long time ago. Um, but she was really surprised that I knew who she was. And mm -hmm. that bothers me that... Um, that people have no sense of history sometimes, and you know that Hollywood's so youth-oriented that that uh, you reach a sort certain age, and some of the greats are just sort of discarded. So that was interesting. Um, the other thing was just watching how uh, how it worked. That you know we weren't in the audience of the Oscars because you know they have mostly actors and mm -hmm. people like that in there. There's a big, big media room, and it's probably gotten much, much bigger since. But you have all these media people sitting around. And then you know how, like, when the presenters walk off the stage with the winners often, mm -hmm. 
The presenters and the winners will then do these mini press conferences in front of the media. So that's that's where they go after they grab their trophy and oh, walk off. So that was that was fun. I mean, unfortunately, I was busy uh, reading my story <laughs> over the phone, and I, I I missed some of it. But it was it was really cool to you know see. I don't know. Again, Jack Lemon. Uh, you know, so Marlo when Manoplin. you when they had these mini conferences, was yeah. it just about that project, or could you ask other questions? You could ask them about anything. This was mm -hmm. the year that Cher wore this. Really, she won for uh, Moonlight. Yeah. Uh, I, moonlighting. Moonlight. Moonlighting. Moonlight. I think. And uh, <laughs> and uh, well. Does anybody know? Anybody know? This is <laughs> Tim. Don't be intimidated. We just ask. All of the the viewers when yeah, uh, yeah. when we don't know something I forgot Kathy Rigby's name a couple of weeks ago oh, and they all came through yeah um, I told them we have a think with a friends policy oh good that so, sounds good and our friends are out there so uh, if we have moonlight wrong please just write in and tell us yeah um, anyway the uh, 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 this was the year that she won and she was wearing this really sheer thing and. And she, of course, got the award right toward the end of the show. So she was standing there, and there was like this circle of people around her and stuff like that. All right, that. now, Tim, so you're going to have to be a little more specific because Cher always, and I think now uh, in like her 70s, still yeah. wears those Cher things. Was it the one with the big headpiece? Was it black? I wasn't looking at the headpiece. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember. Moonstruck. Yeah. Duh. Thank you, Jane. Oh uh, yeah. Thanks, so, Jane. Oh my God. Moonstruck. Boy, we're both fired. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, it's okay. It's yeah. okay. You know, you get Getting so much old. stuff in your brain. It's old. I'm just old. Speak for yourself. I, I'm. Um, that's why I said you get I. so much uh, stuff in your brain, and then unfortunately, unlike computers, you can't just plug in an extra clip to hold the stuff you're not using. Yeah. So I yeah. knew Moonstruck, but you know, here I am. You know what Moonlighting was? Wasn't it? A, it was a TV show with Sybil yeah. Shepherd and Bruce Willis. Yeah. Right. I, yeah, I, I had a funny about. feeling we had it wrong, but yeah. I All right, we have it right now. Yeah. So um, Moonstruck. Jeez. I wanted to. Uh, we're coming up to. We got like five minutes left. So okay. I wanted to say a few things if you have questions that you didn't have time to answer today um, or um, if you uh, this is an interesting thing if you did not see this show but you are seeing this show so what I really mean is if you have friends who did not see this show and are interested in the Oscars we have a very special event coming up starring Tim starring Tim and here you have longer arms could you hold that up please uh, starring Tim this is a free uh, afternoon where you can come and talk movies with, with the film critic. Uh, and now you have to bring back so I can read the, direct, the uh, specifics. Thank you. Um, and this is from, it's at 1 p.m. on Saturday, March 3rd. It's at the uh, um, Cape Cinema off Route 6A in Dennis. And once again, it's free. I wanted you to see the ad for it because I think that uh, designer Patty Banger, you know, either knowingly or unknowingly made Tim look like a slightly thinner Alfred Hitchcock. I, I mean, like the way you say high. slightly thinner. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean slightly. I meant much I'm thinner. Only kidding. I'm only kidding. So, I'm only kidding. Um, anyway, uh, so if you are a movie fan, it will be a great afternoon and uh, a chance to talk about uh, it's the, the day before Oscar night. So he'll chat about some of the nominees. Um, who he thinks will win in the top categories and who he thinks should win. Yeah. Now, 
I want to tell you, we did not talk about those things today yep. because the contest is still going on. Yep. And I didn't want to handicap you good. by having you, you know, tell us about this year's nominees. Okay. That sounds good. If you are interested, uh, viewers, in, in entering the contest, um, you tell me that There's it's still now, time. There's still time. Uh, tell me about it. So, well, uh, again, if you email me, uh, tmiller at capecodonline.com, and really, you don't even have to have the ballot. All, all you need to do is put the uh, your choice, your prediction for best picture, best actor, best actress, uh, and your name, date, time, phone number, and address, uh, and then you'll be you'll be in. You'll be. You'll... Do you remember the deadline? <laughs> uh, I think it's or February twenty seventh. I think okay. and next Tuesday. Um, it would be on that. Yeah, that would be uh, next Tuesday. Uh, yeah. So, so. Uh, yeah. So, you know, how can you lose? You can't lose. You can't lose. Other <laughs> than the time that you spend it, send it to me. Most of the movie fans I know would be interested in um, in uh, doing something like this just because they like to talk about movies, you know. Um, we heard from Jane, and I know that when I'm visiting there, we always end up watching an old black and white movie and I usually am like you know but then I get caught up you know she and her husband Joseph get caught up I get caught up and I can really appreciate the artistry of of that time period what what are some ones that you watch uh Jane what was that movie we watched last time we were together (laughs) it um it uh didn't mean to put you on the spot no that's okay uh it had a lot of dancing in it it was uh, like Fred uh, and Ginger. Yeah. All yeah. right. So, I just showed Top Hat to my movie class. It. Really? Yes. I yeah, love I Top to Hat. I mention your movie class. You yeah. teach film at Cape Cod Community College. Yep. I'm glad you brought that up. Yep. I used to teach at Suffolk also, uh, but now it's uh, you know Cape Cod Community College. I teach American film, international cinema, and intro to film. Uh, this semester, I'm teaching American film. Have a great class. It's a lot of fun. Do you have some older students, or is it all pretty? It's much a it's a mix. Yeah. Uh, you know, most um, yeah, it's a it's a mix. I have I you know I was showing um, Casablanca, and somebody one of the students came up to me. And she goes, you know, I was born 1942 when hmm. yeah the year of Casablanca. So it seems like it would be a uh, fun time to. Um, it seems like it would be a fun time. You know, that class would be fun. Even if you were uh, not studying for a degree, if it yeah. was, you know, oh, yeah. something like that. And and I like um, hearing about it because you come in and you talk about the films, films that I haven't thought about in a long time. Yeah. I uh, My husband, the, on our, our second date, on our first date, we went to Club Casablanca. Uh-huh. The second date, he brought the movie with him um, when move. he came to this visit. Yes, it yes, worked smart too. man. Yes, it worked. It did. So uh, how could it not, uh, Casablanca? So romantic great, and, great and movie. such a heartfelt yeah. movie. I show that. Uh, I showed that, and it's amazing how many young people haven't seen a movie like that. So, it, uh, for one thing, I say to them, you know, I, I envy you guys so much. This is, you get to watch Casablanca for the first time, and and it also is one of the great pleasures of teaching that I I get the privilege of showing Casablanca to like. 30 people. And then you can turn around and watch their faces. Yeah. Yeah. And, so and, cool. or, or if, uh, you know, like I showed a Chaplin movie, uh, The Gold Rush, and to hear young people laughing at, at something that was made in 1925, it just, it, I mean, 
it's not all about me, although sometimes I think it is. But uh, but it just brings me such joy to to hear them laughing and to appreciate something that was made. Uh, and and I have them write about every movie. Mm-hmm. So uh, sometimes I think oh, I wish I wish the filmmaker could read because they write great critiques. I mean, some of them are very moving. Just I, I just love their writing, and uh, I think oh my gosh, the filmmaker would be so pleased if they knew, uh, you know, that that all these years later somebody's having a response. One, for example, one person put in my, uh, on a final, Mm -hmm. she was writing about Casablanca and she said, Casablanca made me want to be a better person. And I'm like, (sighs) you know, it's like. Okay, one last, one last uh, question. And then they're going to be playing the music on us because we're running over. Okay. So uh, the last question is, do you have a favorite movie? Yeah. I'm surprised. What is it? Oh, uh, that's two questions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I live with this every day. Every day I live with this. Um, I love Almost Famous. It's a new movie. 2000, <laughs> I know Almost 2000, Famous. And, and I think people are probably tired of me writing about it. But I, it makes the short answer of why is it makes me feel good to be alive. It just I just love it. Okay. That sounds great, and I can't thank you enough for being here, Tim. And we no, thanks. Uh, thanks for having people me. will see you, perhaps me as well, I but um, <clears throat> me being part of the audience to come and see you because I will learn something too on uh, Saturday, March third, one p.m. at the um, at the Cape Cinema. And um, let's see how our viewers and readers of the paper do in that ballot. See yeah. uh, who beats you this year. And tell Josh that that uh, it's not a physical thing. <laughs> It'll be fine. And thank all of you for coming. Oh, you know what? I'm supposed to tell you something really quickly. The tech guys sent me all these directions, which I've now lost. But if your friends want to hear about the movies, and uh, oh, thank you, we got a producer here. Uh, if your friends want to hear about the movies and uh, they missed it, this live broadcast, you can find this broadcast on. Um, at this address at capecodtimes.com slash life with Gwen. That's two N's and Gwen, G-W-E-N-N. And if you don't want to watch us, I wonder if this is kind of like an insult, but if you don't want to watch us, if you'd rather listen to us in the car, we have a brand new um, capecodtimes.com life with Gwen podcast. And here's where I have to read. Or you can search for Life with Gwen on the podcast app if you're an Apple user or on Google Play Music if you use an Android device. That's about enough to make my brain explode, but you'll find us, and we'll see you next week.